Hey friend, and welcome to Presence and Purpose. I want you to be seen and heard by the people who need your message and services most, but I know it seems easier said than done because there's a lot of noise online. I'm your host, Natalie Arndt. I built my business back in the beginning of 2018 and quickly learned through trial and error that being yourself isn't a cheesy cliche, but actually the key to building a strong, profitable online brand. I'm on a mission to help you find your people online, build a client-attracting brand, and grow a wildly successful business that's aligned with who you are and God's purpose for your life. It's time to stop looking around at what everyone else is doing and start fully embracing the unique calling and message that's been placed inside of you. Join me in conversations around personal branding, faith, marketing, messaging, and so much more to help you confidently show up for the people you're called to serve. All right. Well, hey, Stephanie, thank you so much for being here today. Yeah. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to chat with you. Me too. So before we jump into our conversation, talking all about finding joy in the journey of entrepreneurship, I would love if you could just start out by introducing yourself a little bit, telling us who you are and what you do. Sure. So I'm Stephanie and I am a lover of Jesus. First and foremost, I'm a wife. I'm a mom to three, um, two outside, one still growing. So I have a four-year-old girl a two-year-old boy, and then I'm due in April with a little girl. So that's really exciting, and we really want to have a big family, so it's a really big blessing. Um, I feel really grateful for my family. And then professionally, what I do, um, I host the podcast 500 Seconds to Joy, and it started out as just a ministry, a hobby, something that I wanted to do as an outlet. And it's become a business. So it's kind of a business and ministry at the same time. Um, I like to consider it both. And so I guess the business side of things is that I help podcasters launch their own podcast. So I am a podcast coach and I specifically help Christian moms to launch their podcast in 30 days. And um, I'm Catholic. So I also specifically serve Catholic moms. But really, I tell people, if you love Jesus, you're going to love working with me because I like to help people start their podcast God's way. Mm -hmm. And it is a little different than the usual route. And um, I think it can be fun and simple to do a podcast and also a really awesome outlet for moms. I'm super passionate about podcasting. And I also love talking about presence and being intentional in family life. And I um, have a newsletter and I love to email my newsletter people, um, I call it their weekly happy mail. And every Friday I have a devotional that I send to people. So I also love writing devotionals and, and just really helping women to dive into the Bible and in a simple, non-threatening way, because I really feel like there's so much joy in God's word. So that's a little bit about me. Yeah. I love that you said it's such a great outlet for moms because it is, and I'm totally obsessed with podcasting too. I, um, my journey was backwards from yours. So I had the business first and then I started the podcast, but I know, um, several of my podcast buddies 
did what you did and they started this podcast and then it, you know, just as a, like a kind of like a passion project or a creative outlet. And then it turned mm-hmm. into starting a business. Um, I would love to hear how that started for you. Cause you said, you know, that was kind of the case for you. So what, um, what sparked that? And, and you've got this, this fabulous name that I would love to hear the meaning behind of 500 seconds to joy. Yes. So 500 seconds is about eight minutes. And so my whole goal with the podcast, I've loved podcasts for years. It's actually what helped me get through my, one of the things that helped me get through my postpartum depression with my daughter, which was Mm -hmm. a little over four years or about four years ago. Um, She's a little bit older than four now. So it was about this time four years ago that I was really in the thick of it with new motherhood and feeling so lost. And I have my master's in social psychology. I was really successful in my career and very into it. Like I did research and I was so passionate about it. And I worked with um, patients. So people who were sick and um, I got so much fulfillment out of helping people. And then to leave this professional setting and this intellectually stimulating setting to then being home full time. And I'm an extrovert. I'm not a home person. I've had to learn to be content at home, um, but it was really hard for me. And she didn't sleep well and she had all these breastfeeding issues and come to find out she had a tongue tie, just all these first time mom things that happen to a lot of us (laughs) and having to do bottles and formula when that was not what I wanted to choose and just kind of being humbled by it all. So podcasts were like my saving grace. One of the things that really helped me in addition to my faith and, and prayer and reading the Bible. Mm -hmm. So that's where that passion comes from too. But I always thought, man, these are a little bit long. (laughs) Like I don't have that much time. And so I thought, you know, I want to start kind of a shorter podcast. So that was always in the back of my mind that I wanted to start a podcast but it wasn't until three years after that first seed was planted in my mind that I started it. And I just got the inspiration from God, really. That's where the name came from. I was Mm -hmm. just kind of praying about it and thinking about it. And then the name just came to me. And I've always been a pretty happy, joyful person, I would say, pretty optimistic. And I wanted to bring joy to other moms and encourage them because I feel like that's what podcasts were for me. Mm -hmm. So for me, podcasts encouraged me and lifted me up in, in the darkness. And so I wanted to be that for other moms, but keep it a little shorter. So the podcast has evolved. I have shorter episodes and longer episodes. My solo episodes are usually about eight minutes or less. And then my um, interviews are 20 to 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. So some of them are longer. So, you know, maybe you're doing laundry or dishes and you listen to an interview Or maybe you're nursing the baby for a few minutes and you listen to that short one. So my hope was to kind of have shorter episodes and longer ones for whatever season of motherhood you're in. Um, And so that's kind of where the show title came from. And then it's just kind of evolved from there. Um, It's really become something that I so look forward to. I get so much out of it. Like I I didn't even realize, I thought, okay, I'm just going to start this podcast and try to encourage moms. And that was just kind of how it started. And then I've been so encouraged by everybody I've talked to, by the research I've done, preparing for episodes. And really I've read the Bible more than I ever have because of all the preparation I've tried to do and, and telling other people and 
saying, Hey, read your Bible. And then wait, I need to read my Bible too. (laughs) It's always nice when you become a teacher in a sense, because you feel like it's a way to hold yourself accountable. Um, so the podcast is so many things to me and it's, it's really a joy. It really, really is. It brings me so much joy. Yeah, it is really fun. And you know, I think you, did you say you're an introvert? I'm an extrovert. No, you're an extrovert. Okay. Oh, interesting. Okay. So it's interesting because when you say that, um, I know that like I'm an introvert and I found that when I started podcasting, I was like this, and I can totally see it either way though, um, because podcasting is a blast, but I realized like for me, the reason why podcasting worked so well for me is I'm like, this feels energizing versus like, you know, having to rely on like showing up live or like doing stories, like having that as my main thing, like that felt really draining because it just felt like more like energy was required. Um, mm-hmm. but, but yeah, and I can totally tell, um, that you are just like a joyful person. I love that you call your newsletters happy mail too. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. They make me happy to create too. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's fun to create. I think yeah. that's what I love about podcasting. And that's mm-hmm. why I like helping people start their podcast because it's something that you create mm-hmm. and it really goes back to God being our creator. Right. So, I mean, and he were made in his image. So we have that creative element within us too. Not everybody considers themselves a creative person, but we all have creative qualities to us. It might be writing, it might be podcasting, it might be actual art, like, you know, you're painting something. Um, It might be something like public speaking. I mean, there's so many creative ways to use your gifts. So Mm -hmm. um, it's just a fun, fun creative outlet. And then it can be you know, something that you use for your business too, which is really fun. And I love helping people with that element of it and just getting really strategic with your podcast. Like that really gets me excited to talk about with my clients. Yeah. Oh, me too. So let's talk about the business side of it then. Cause you, um, and actually before we pivot, I just wanted to say too, that I, I love how you said that podcasts were such a, um, like a saving grace for you. Like you had said, um, in that season of, you know, going from I'm successful at my job to now I'm a first time mom and I feel very, you know, feel like I'm struggling to be successful with this new thing. Um, Mm -hmm. because I totally see, um, you know, see parallels with like being in that place. And then also, being a new business owner, right. And like stepping into this new thing. And then like, we have these same things all the time. Um, because I, gosh, when did I even start listening to podcasts? I feel like it was only last year that I really started like listening to them and quickly went from like, you know, zero to a hundred. Um, but I know that they have been very, very much encouraging, like just, you know, on, um, you know, the days where you just want to like quit your business and nothing's working, mm-hmm. right? And to be able to like put in my earbuds and listen to one of my favorite podcasters and get that um, encouragement is just, is just totally huge. Um, but I would love to hear kind of how that process evolved for you of like, you know, going into podcasting um, and then shifting into incorporating business. Um, yeah. And how that worked out for you. Yeah, it was really interesting. I've never 
I mean, I've heard a lot of people say, oh, I've always been making business plans or I've always been interested in entrepreneurship. I've never been interested except within the last year um, or two, I would say. Um, And so, you know, I think what happened was I started listening to these business podcasts because I was listening to a bunch of podcasts, right? Mm-hmm. And some of them are about mom life, some were about business, and it really intrigued me. I was so interested in it, and that surprised me. And then, so I started my podcast, kind of going along, and then people started asking me, so how it became a business for me was that people asked me, how did you start your podcast, and can you help me start mine? And I just do it. You know, I just coach people, not even really realizing what I was doing. (laughs) I was just helping people start their podcasts, which is what I did and sort of share the tips and tricks I learned along the way and things to make it a little bit simpler and more streamlined and not so complicated and just encouraging people that they could do it. That's a lot of what coaching is is just really helping people with their mindset. So a lot of what I do is, is really mindset coaching. Um, you know, it's really just encouraging them that they can do it and helping them kind of get those stumbling blocks out of the way. And so I didn't really realize that's what I was doing until a few months in, and there were at least a dozen people I had helped. And so I kept thinking, huh, that's interesting. Like maybe this could be a thing, (laughs) you know, that was a little thought in my head. And so I just started putting myself out there as a coach and I helped moms just kind of with mom life. Then I helped podcasters and quickly realized I loved helping podcasters specifically um, that were also moms usually. I've helped some, some ladies who weren't moms, but mostly moms. And so, so I said, okay, this is my passion. This is working really well and people are getting great results and they're loving it and it's fun. And so I just decided, okay, it's going to be a business. And it was really scary to admit that because for a while I was just saying, this is just a hobby. This is just a passion. This is a little side thing. And now I'm going to make it a real thing (laughs) and start charging people for my time. And I had to kind of get over that block of charging people for my time. That was kind of a hard one. And once I got over that and I started seeing that people were excited to talk with me and that I was helping them have these breakthroughs that seemed for me so simple, but for them, it was really meaningful. And I was like, wow, this is why I'm doing it. And so it's more than just helping people start a podcast. It's helping them gain confidence. And that confidence spills over to every aspect of your life. You know, when you realize that you can do something, you can start something, you know, Mm -hmm. in a few weeks, I had a client who was so ready to go and she literally started her podcast in three weeks from idea to launch. And that was my goal with the, the free ebook I created. So I decided, okay, I'm going to compile everything and give people this ebook and, and people really loved it. I mean, even my mother-in-law is using it, which is so cool. I love it. And she's starting a podcast about homeschooling, which is so exciting. And 
and just so fun. So that was my whole goal was help people and make it simpler. And so part of the reason was that when I first started just to be fully transparent, I wasn't purposeful. I wasn't present. I wasn't intentional. I was getting sucked into my phone. I was really getting too focused on the analytics of like downloads and all of that. Mm -hmm. And I was making it less about the message God wanted me to share and more about me and my ego. And that's really hard to admit, but it's true. And so I kind of saw that as a pitfall with new podcasters. And, and that's part of my passion to help people with that. Because I feel like if, you know, if most of the people I talk to are moms, then they have a family, you know? And so, and a lot of them have partners who, you know, maybe are apprehensive or maybe you feel like, is this going to take a lot of your time? Because, like, who are you talking to? <laughs> yeah, who is this that you're talking to? Yes, why are you always talking to yourself in the laundry room? And so I think what I've realized is that to do it joyfully, to podcast joyfully, you just kind of have to have this system in place, which is why I created that free guide. And, and that's why I coach people because I really help them walk through, like, how can you do this in a way that's really fun? Because I would say that I, my podcasting is fun now. Everything I do for my business is fun. It's not pressure. It's not overwhelming. It's intentional. It's really planned out and organized and purposeful. It didn't start out like that, let me tell you. It did not at all. But through coaches who have helped me and just a lot of introspecting and prayer and journaling, I've gotten to that place and I've like written out rules for myself, which sounds kind of crazy. But sometimes you have to do that to keep yourself, like, hold yourself accountable. Like, if you don't want to be on your phone all the time, if you don't want to be, you know, with your nose down in your phone and not looking at your kids or your spouse, mm -hmm. um, you're going to have to be really careful and intentional because it's easy to get sucked in. So that's a huge passion of mine. It's why I like to coach people mm -hmm. because I feel like you could look anywhere and find out how to start a podcast. You know, there's plenty of things out there. There's plenty of videos and guides and, and things like that that can tell you the how-tos. But there's a lot of behind-the-scenes work to work mm -hmm. on your mindset and to work on your heart mm -hmm. because your heart needs to be in the right place or else it's just not going to be fun. You know, you just have to really keep your priorities in order. Um, and then you can really enjoy it and set yourself up for success with your podcast because whether you use it as a business tool or not, you know, you don't want it to dominate your life. And that kind of happened to me, to be honest. So I'm really passionate about helping other people not, not let that happen to them. I'm like, learn from me guys. Don't yeah. do what I did. Do what I do now. Not what I did then. Right. <laughs> so yeah. I love that. That's, that's like a, a big part of what you help the, the women that you coach with, because, um, I'm trying to think back. I started my podcast, like we're recording this in December. I, I started my podcast in January. Um, and I feel like I'm sure I got sucked into the analytics a little bit. Um, I mean, I know I did for sure. Um, <laughs> but I, I hear so many parallels between your story and mine when I was like how I figured out, like, what is this thing that I'm going to do? Because I was going into it thinking I was going to do one thing. And as I was struggling, that 
that struggle that I went through (laughs) of Mm -hmm. really getting sucked into like I would study like how other entrepreneurs would like carry themselves and how they would talk and like like I wasn't intentionally I wasn't meaning to do that but I just got so insecure with like how do I present myself and put myself out there and through that um is you know why I'm so passionate about like you know, you need to be yourself. Like, and this is why, Mm -hmm. you know, I am, um, you know, really, really big on helping women that I work with. Um, so it's always so fun for me to hear like how the entrepreneurship journey kind of unfolds and how you figure out what you're doing, because, um, I have seen that so many times where women are, you know, going through something that's, really tough or like they're really struggling with something. And then, you know, you've got that great 2020 hindsight, like when you are kind of through it or, you know, through it for the most part, you're able to then go back, um, and see like, oh, wow, like this is now something that I'm able, um, able to use. And even where was this? Um, I know in just like my quiet devotional time recently, I think it was like a devotional book that I was doing um, where it just brought out the point about, and and I had never like looked at it in the slight before of like, um, uh, you know, Jesus being tempted and then he's able to relate to us. Right. And I have heard that many times about like Jesus being tempted, but I had never, for some reason, maybe it was a different translation that it was in. I don't know, but it just clicked for me. Um, And I was like, oh, just like how we go through struggles. And then we're able to turn around and help women not get sucked into Mm -hmm. the podcast analytics or help women not, you know, just be themselves when they come online. Um, And I was like, oh, like that is amazing. I just love, I love how you can read something a billion times and then it just kind of clicks. Um, So true. Yeah, that's why the Bibles, it's just, you know, you can go back to the same verse over and over and still get something different each day. And, you know, you'll see it in a new light, depending on kind of what's going on in your own life and what God wants to reveal to you at that particular moment. Like Mm -hmm. sometimes he, he waits to reveal things to us because we're not quite ready. Or, you know, like if, if your podcast, I've told people like, just be patient because if your podcast isn't growing, like maybe it's the strategy or maybe it's God's not ready to bless you with the success quote, quote unquote success yet Mm -hmm. because you're not ready to handle it yet. Mm -hmm. So I think, yeah, just kind of waiting on God to reveal things to us. That's really cool. He revealed that to you because it's so true that, you know, our, our struggles we can then use to help others. And, Mm -hmm. and I think that's why, God allows things, right? (laughs) Like he doesn't really want us to suffer, but he allows it for our good and for other people's good. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we don't even know until later why something happened, or maybe we'll never know. And, and we affect people in ways that we, we have no idea. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm sure there's people that have affected us and we're like, they would never know, you know, they had this podcast episode and it helped us in a certain way and they'll never know that. So um, that's kind of a cool thing about podcasting too. You like don't know who's listening or how you're affecting them or impacting them. And I feel like it's always just, there's so many times I I don't even remember saying something 
And I'm like, wow, that was the Holy Spirit, like totally talking through me because I don't really remember saying that. That that wasn't me really. (laughs) So yeah, it's kind of amazing how that works. It is. I've totally had that happen too. And I, I just love like every time someone will reach out and be like, Hey, I just listened to this episode or I've been listening and I just want to thank mm-hmm. you. And I'm like, I've never talked to you before. And that is so yes. cool. <laughs> it's amazing. I'm so happy. Obviously that's the whole reason why we do yes. it. Right. But it's just, it's just those little, um, you know, encouragements really is, you know, it just mm-hmm. encourages you to keep going. Um, So something that you said multiple times, um, was talking about making business fun. And I want to talk about that. Okay. Because, um, especially the thing that you said about like that shift that you had of like going from, this is this fun, creative thing that I'm doing on the side, kind of like a side hustle to, I'm going to make this a business. I'm sure it was like a shift of like, okay, now the pressure's on. Like, yes. And that is not fun. Um, no. So <laughs> I, would, I would totally love to hear, um, I don't know, just any tips or strategies that you've um, personally used to keep it fun, right? Keep it exciting. Um, because I mean, that's something I always have to remind myself to like, this is supposed to be fun. Like if this is not fun, I need to, you know, adjust my attitude or change what I'm doing or how I'm doing it. But, um, you know, if it's not fun, what's the point? Yes. I think it's like anything in life. So motherhood or, um, you know, a relationship with your spouse, family, God, a relationship with God. I mean, there's going to be ups and downs. Mm-hmm. So when I say it's fun, I don't mean that it's always enjoyable mm-hmm. because there are parts of a business that, you know, there are back end things you do mm-hmm. or just kind of boring, mundane tasks yeah. that you do in your motherhood too, right? And so I think just saying that at the outset is important, that it's Mm -hmm. not always exciting, but I would say when I'm doing the tasks that light me up, like going on Instagram and chatting with people and, um, you know, posting something and sharing into the stories and being excited about what I'm sharing and then, you know, podcasting, doing interviews, recording solo episodes, writing my newsletters, I do find most of that fun. Mm -hmm. And I think it's because I know the point of it all. So I think the biggest thing I would say for somebody, and I recommend this to all my clients, is that you create a mission statement and a vision statement because every business has those two things. Mm -hmm. And so you know what the point is, like why are you doing all this hard work? And the vision of like where you're going and where you want it to lead and, and how you want to help people. Mm -hmm. And so when you can get excited about that and keep it really simple, you know, nothing huge, just maybe two sentences for each and just have it really succinct and simple and exactly why you started in the first place, you can kind of refer back to that. And I totally do. And that'll kind of help reorient you and get you excited again when things are feeling a little bit dull or mundane. The other thing I would say is that's huge and has been a game changer is planning everything out. Just 
having a total plan like in place on Tuesdays, I'm doing this on Instagram and I'm posting about this kind of thing. And, you know, for example, I know that on Tuesdays I do my little tip Tuesday for moms and it's, it's just for moms. It's not about podcasting or promoting my coaching or any of that. And so it's just me being a mom and saying, Hey, this is helpful. You know, try this. This has been a nice mom hack for me. And so that's fun. And I kind of know I'm doing that. And then I know I'm going live on Thursday usually. So just having that plan in place kind of frees you up to then be creative. You don't have to like think about what am I doing today and why am I doing this? Because <laughs> mm-hmm. then that's not fun. It's stressful. Yeah. And so for me, planning out, you know, social media, having a plan for my newsletters. I usually plan out about 12 weeks of podcast episodes. Doesn't mean I record all of them, but I kind of plan out in three month chunks and sometimes beyond depending on I have, I'm going to do a maternity leave coming up here now um, in the new year. So I kind of have that time planned out, but I think really planning things and knowing why you're doing it and where you're going Mm -hmm. is super helpful. It'll help take the pressure off. And, and if you can think of that one person you're serving, that always helps me think about that one. I think about that one mom who really needs me to help her with her podcast idea. Like she's excited about it and she's wanted to do it for a year and she's been sitting on it and she needs someone to just come alongside her and be like, okay, you can do this. Here are the steps. Just do this, this, and this. And I'm here for you to encourage you and support you in this process. And you can do it. I did it. So you can too. And I've helped other people do it. And, and just knowing that that's who I'm helping. Mm -hmm. That's who the business is for. And then the ministry side of things, just knowing that thinking back on who I was as a new mom and thinking about how important podcasts were, and then thinking about that new mom listening to me and how can I help her? How can I encourage her? How can I bring joy to her day? And that really helps me a lot. And I think that that makes it fun because you feel like, Hey, I'm helping somebody. And, and I know that I can't maybe volunteer at a soup kitchen right now or do the kind of volunteer work I used to do, you know, not in this season of life, but, but if that episode helps one person, that's what I always tell my clients, it's that one person Mm -hmm. and that will keep it really fun and fresh for you because you'll think of that person, you'll think of helping them and, and how it could brighten their day or how you could give them some insight that, that maybe ripples into their whole family life. Yeah. You know, if you can help a mom, I think about, I have these phone challenges and if I can help a mom be off her phone a little bit and be more present with her husband and kids, like that brings me a lot of joy. So I think just kind of having this plan and this vision and why you're doing it all, the big why, I think that keeps it fun and fresh and exciting. But I mean, there'll still be dull moments. Like totally. that's life. Yeah. No, nothing's always exciting. No, that's not life. I'm not always joyful. No way. That's just not normal. <laughs> if anyone says otherwise, they're they're faking it. They're not being yeah. real. Um, so there'll be ups and downs. But I think in general, if you can cultivate this sense of purpose and your why, 
mm-hmm. and who you're doing this for and connecting it back to your faith. Mm-hmm. Um, that is going to keep it meaningful and fun, I think. Yeah. yeah. I love the fact that, that, you know, you talked about like creating those, um, uh, now I'm at a loss for words, um, just kind of giving yourself boundaries in terms of, um, you know, this is what I'm going to talk about on this day, you know, creating mm-hmm. the plan, um, creating boundaries is definitely a part of it too, but having those plans in place and the, um, uh, the framework, the structure, which I know often seems like counterintuitive to like, I want it to be fun. And so I'm just going to like, go with what I'm inspired to talk right. about, right? Like, like, and that's <laughs> part of it, but it's, it's sitting down and, um, kind of doing that not so fun work of setting up, you know, yes. planning this out in advance so that you can free up, you know, yourself in the moment, um, and, and be able to just, you know, go with, um, the message that's on your heart. That's something that I've started doing recently is like, cause I always love, um, creating content that's basically like, what do I need to hear right now? Right? Like, because yes, th- totally. those are often the best messages. And so I'm like, mm-hmm. why have I not been doing that as a prompt in my group? Right? Like, why have I not mm-hmm. been doing that? And so once a week now, every Monday, that's what I'm doing is what is the message that I would totally tell myself? Um, and mm. it's the it's the irony kind of going back to what you said about so easy to get sucked into um, the numbers, right. And yes. the vanity metrics. Um, and it's the irony of like, when we really lean into that and we are just focusing on the one person, like you said, um, that's the kind of content that like everyone wants to listen to, right? Like those are the episodes yes. that get like really high downloads or the posts mm-hmm. that, um, you know, get a bunch of comments because it's so personal. And so it's like, you know, switching our focus to like, how can I, um, cause I've totally been guilty of this too, where I start to like shift my gaze to how can I, create content that's going to XYZ, right? And I'm trying to like think about it super strategically versus like, Mm -hmm. okay, but this message has been on my heart and I feel like I need to talk about it. And even though I had a more strategic uh, podcast episode planned out, I'm going to go with this message that's really on my heart because I know someone needs to hear it and I don't know who. Mm -hmm. Um, And those are, I'm sure you've noticed the same thing where it's like, those are the best kind of episodes and content. It's so true. Yeah. My, my, one of my biggest downloaded episodes is this five minute mom meditation that actually a good friend of mine who I helped her start her podcast. Um, she had mentioned something about, it was kind of along those lines of a meditation or something that would just be a quick inspiration. Mm -hmm. And then I thought, Oh, I'm just going to do a meditation and put some music to the background and it's going to be five minutes. It's going to be super short. And I had planned to do like a very strategic, like, let me tell you about my podcast coaching sort of episode. And I ditched that and I did the the mom meditation and it just really, so many downloads, it just blew up. And I was like, what? I could never have imagined that. It just sort of came out of inspiration. So that's what's fun about planning too. Mm-hmm. When you have a plan in place, it actually frees you up to be more creative and be inspired because if you're only relying on inspiration, you're like almost forcing yourself to be inspired, which is not 
a way to be inspired. <laughs> right. Exactly. So you can't really force creativity. It just kind of flows. And so, yeah, I think when you have a plan, you can kind of free yourself <laughs> to be more creative and more inspired and all that good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I totally agree with that because again, it's, it's like the total opposite of what we think. Like we want Mm -hmm. to have total freedom to just be creative. And then we're like, okay, I have to be creative now. (laughs) Like, right. Like, you know, we're struggling to, um, come up with what to post today. Like that is, that is a hundred percent not fun. So, um, (laughs) yeah, I totally love that. Totally, totally echo what you said. Um, yeah. Is there anything else that comes to mind in terms of, um, just things that you've been able to do that have really, um, added joy to running a business? Putting the phone away more. Mm. not checking it a million times. I actually delete Instagram from Friday afternoon all the way until Tuesday morning. So yeah, I take Saturday, Sunday, Monday off. And I specifically set up my business so that I only had to quote work three days a week. Mm Mm-hmm. I felt really passionate about that because I was like, I'm going to have three little kids. I don't have that much time and it's actually not healthy for me at this stage in my life. Personally, I know myself and I know it's going to overwhelm me if I add in more days than that. Mm -hmm. And I've played around with like kind of the hours and times and all that. But for me personally, just committing to three days a week and really showing up and being fully engaged and present and excited, that also keeps it fun. And then unplugging the rest of the time, trying really hard not to be on my email and doing all of that. Sometimes I will check it on the weekend and, you know, if I have something coming up that I need to check in on, like it's not a hard and fast rule that I can't ever check. I'm not that legalistic, but I am pretty strict with myself about social media. And I know my husband really appreciates it. I know my kids really appreciate it. And I've seen a definite shift in our family culture just with my kids enjoying my presence and me enjoying theirs. And then I have some phone rules for myself. And I I suggest everyone has phone rules for themselves, like boundaries, whether you have a business or not. And one of my phone rules is no phone before breakfast. So Mm -hmm. that way I'm not going to be like waking up and playing on my phone and checking everything and looking at things and getting sucked in before connecting with my kids and having breakfast with them. So that's really important to me. And then no phone after 9 p.m., which I totally break. Like last night, I totally was texting people back after nine. It was like 930. I was like, what am I doing with myself? My phone needs to be put away. So it's not like I'm perfect. I mean, no way do I follow these rules every day, but they're guidelines and boundaries to kind of help me stay accountable. So my number one tip for anybody that has a business or wants to start a business is to be really, really strict with your work hours and really intentional with what you're doing on your phone and why. It goes back to that why. So do you really need to check Instagram 
10 times to see who's commented and liked and messaged. No, you can have like two set times a day where you check and that will free you up to just enjoy the rest of your life because life isn't all about work. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. in entrepreneurship, it feels like it kind of, kind of consumes you um, because it's exciting or you feel like it's all on you when you're a solopreneur, but it's meant to be in the balance of life. Like it's meant to be a part of your life, not everything. So creating really strict phone boundaries that you know you're going to break. I mean, because you're not perfect. You're human, (laughs) you know, you're human. Um, You're going to break them and be on your phone after 9 p.m. like I was last night. (laughs) But when you have those guidelines, it just helps you kind of orient yourself. Like, hey, this is important to me. I don't want to be on my phone all the time. I want to be with my family. Mm -hmm. And I want to be hanging out with my husband after nine. You know, we watch a show or talk or whatever. And so that's important. I, the people on my phone don't matter. My husband matters more than those people. And so I think just really having boundaries with yourself and going back to your why. So if you create a rule for yourself, but there's no why, you're not going to follow it at all. Yeah, no. <laughs> but since I know that... I'm trying to put my phone away at 9 p.m. because that way I can hang out with my husband. That's a pretty strong why. Mm -hmm. My marriage is really important to me. So more often than not, I do follow that rule. So I think my number one takeaway for everybody listening is just the idea of phone boundaries and just having this kind of strategic plan for your business, strategic plan for your life where you know where things are going and you know why you're doing them. Yeah. And, and then you can just enjoy things more. You can be right in that moment where you're at mm-hmm. and that's where God wants to meet us too. Yeah. So, and that's what your podcast is about. So I love, yeah. <laughs> I love the name of your podcast because I'm all about those things. Right. And you know, that reminds me what you said before, um, about how your name, the, the name for your podcast just kind of came to you. That's, that's the same thing for me. I was just kind of like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just all of a sudden was like, Hey, it was, it was totally like a, um, divine download. Cause I was like, I yes. tell you how I came up with it. Um, yep. and the phone boundaries. Yes. I started, um, and I have been slacking on it lately, but I totally noticed the difference when I do not delete my social media apps. And I know like for anyone listening who hasn't done that before the temptation, because this is what I tried to do. I was like, Oh, well, I just, I won't like, for some reason it felt too like harsh to like totally delete the app. I'm like, but what if I need to check it? So I'd be like, yeah, I just won't check it over the weekend. But then I would like mindlessly all of a sudden be in Facebook and I'd be like, what am I doing? Yes. No, your thumb somehow goes there. It, your thumb has a brain and it, yes. it likes to. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it, it really is like, you can't, um, you won't realize how, how much of an impact it has until you just try it. Right. Yes. So like anyone listening who feels resistance to that, um, I dare you to try it because it is so free mm-hmm. and even just doing it one day, there have been some weekends where, um, it was just a crazy week. And I was like, you know, I really actually need to get work done on Saturday, Sunday, I would totally delete the apps, even just having like 24 hours, like totally social, social media free. Um, yes. It, it makes such a big difference because as soon as the apps are deleted, 
I don't know if you've noticed this, but I literally feel like, like there's all this, just this noise and all these things going on. And then once the apps are deleted, I'm like, oh, it's gone. Like, yes, it's crazy how much of a difference it makes. Yes. It a hundred percent. So anybody listening, definitely just try it for a weekend Yeah, and see how you feel. Yeah. You can always change it. I mean, that's the great thing. You can make decisions and change your mind. Right. You know, you can say, I'm not going to look at my phone at this time. Oh, wait, that wasn't quite right. So now I'm not going to look at my phone after 8 p.m. because I want to get in bed at 10. I want two hours alone with my husband. So, you know, you can make these decisions. Like I empower anybody listening, like you can do this and, and you can be creative. You, you know, you're, you're smarter than you even realize, like you have the answers and God is going to help you too. So yeah, just try it. I I agree. I like that. Yes. I love it. Um, Well, you gave so many great um, just kind of tips for making this journey joyful because we all need more of that. Um, I really (laughs) believe that. Um, Well, thank you so much for sharing, um, sharing your message today. I would love if you could share with the listeners um, where they can connect with you if they want to get plugged in with, um, everything that you're doing. Sure. So my podcast, 500 seconds to joy, anywhere you listen to podcasts. And then I'm on Instagram at 500 seconds to joy podcast. And if you want to get that free guide, like if you think you're, you want to start a podcast, it's a totally free guide. It's called three weeks to launch. And you can go to bit.ly forward slash the number three weeks to launch. So bit.ly forward slash three weeks to launch. And then you will get that guide and you can chat with me over on Instagram if you have questions about it. And I would love to connect with you. Awesome. Well, thank you again so much, Stephanie. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. If you've loved this episode, head on over to iTunes and leave a review. It means the world to me, but more importantly, it helps more women find and benefit from this show. And if you're not already plugged into the Presence and Purpose Facebook group, come join us. I want you to get plugged into the community and get the support you need because we're not meant to do this whole business thing alone. Until next time.